With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today is the 13th of January. It is a Wednesday. It is a Relationship Wednesday. And boy, do we always have something to talk about relationships. Those are like one of the most listened to shows. And it just tells me that, you know, a lot of stuff we don't talk about or we don't even think about when it comes to relationships are actually the little things that make the relationship just keep moving and growing. And today, I did want to put out an ask. Um, Blog Talk is down. It went down while I was signing in, so I'm online. But I cannot get into the chat where I normally go. So if the people in the chat can hear me and go to the Blog Talk page and let me know that you can hear me because... I just, you know, blog talk, once it goes, it goes fast. Otherwise, it's like really, really a great forum or platform for us. So either way, just let me know. I know people are starting to see it, but if you can just text and let me know you can hear me, that would be great. So today, we are talking about how being gentle, gentle, like we think kind, we think all these different words for us to be good where we're at, to be better where we're at, to grow where we're at, but we never go back to a place where we use words like be gentle. It's nice to be gentle. It feels good because they were gentle with me. But why does that matter? What difference does that make to your life with them? Because that's really where we get lost. I guess Francis just said, I can hear you. Thank you because um, I just wanted to make sure you guys could. Otherwise, I'm sitting here talking to myself, which I probably wouldn't even mind, but I, I would rather that we shared this. So gentle. Why being gentle is a good thing. Because being gentle is the opposite, if there's an opposite, of being cruel. 
It means you don't feel that urge inside to be aggressive on another human being, hurt them, make them feel bad. You know, there's that passive-aggressive, I'm doing this, but I don't mean to be doing it. But then they do it anyway. So they do it, and then they take it away, passive-aggressive, or really aggressive-passive. You throw it out there, and then you pull it back in. And then when the person reads it, or hears it, or sees it, they start getting confused because they're like, ah, they're acting kind, but what they're saying is actually not very nice. Would there be a better way? Like you may not have noticed, however, this may help you. Maybe this is why things didn't work out for you the way that you thought they would instead of you're an idiot. You messed up. I told you so. Boom, boom, boom. You're just hitting. Being gentle, kindness, that takes such an awareness to bring calm. Just like being content. We're not content like for nothing. We are content when we understand where our strengths are, when we understand where our weakness is, so much so that when we are in a state of anger, we can be kind, we can be gentle on the other soul. When we are gentle, we are over-aware of the needs of others. And we're open to hearing them even when we disagree with them. And where does that slide into when it comes to relationships? Being gentle will give a relationship space to grow. We've talked the last two days about what happens when we lie. And now we're talking about the power, the strength, the growth it takes to be gentle and not have to use things that will further take away from our relationships, like anger, like being aggressive, or lying to each other. Because if we start doing that stuff, the outcome of your relationship will be pretty predictable. It'll become a cliche of itself. It'll become a statistic in our world. It all goes back to that calm. And not, you know, when I say calm, I always think of someone sitting Indian style with their their middle finger and their thumb touching and them just sitting there humming. But that's trying to be calm. That's trying to get to calm. But calm is how you walk, how you talk, how you receive the people around you. 
a great example of gentleness towards the people we live with, towards the people we have a relationship with. Let's say you're having a pretty bad day. Everything's going wrong at work. Part of it's your fault. You don't know how to fix it. You want to fix it. You might not have the mental tools or the physical tools to fix it. And it really just put a wrench in your day and you're aggravated and you're stressed. And then your partner comes home from work and they forgot to pick up the certain groceries you asked for on the way home and they just came straight home. So now you're mad already. They just added to the till because what are you going to make for dinner? They didn't stop at the store. So what do you do? You can get mad. You can tell them they always do that. You can tell them they don't care enough to listen to you. You can say they never listen to you. And you can start a whole second fight for the day. Now you have your your work issue and now you have an issue with your partner and then you go, my God, doesn't anybody know what to do? That's That's a choice. You could do that. Very cliche of us, but we can do it. We normally do. Or we can do this. We can say, oh my gosh, you haven't been in such a rush to get home that you actually forgot to stop at the grocery store. We don't have what we need for dinner. We can either get takeout tonight, or if you wouldn't mind, could you run back to the grocery store and get the items that we talked about? There wasn't a need, an urge to lash out. That's what gentle looks like. In the Bible, it'll say gentleness comes from the state of humility. So someone who lacks that gentleness is often prideful, and easily angered or feels the need for revenge. In order to be gentle, we must not view ourselves as better than anyone else. That's how big just being gentle is. Think of all the times that you messed up And someone started just unleashing on you. That really hurt. On top of messing up, now you had a second issue. And that was the lashing out. They found with children who were abused or who were, you know, screamed at a lot or put down a lot with their parents that a lot of times they did not even remember what happened. But they remembered the humiliation, which is the opposite of humility, but the humiliation of being spoken to like that. Let alone someone they love and respect and want to please. which then accelerates into us repeating that pattern. We grow up aggressive. We grow up angry because someone 
someone wasn't kind or gentle. Kind is the action. Gentle is the feeling. So what are a few things that we can do in any situation to begin to allow the gentleness that we ourselves want to be cared for with? And how do we avoid the pitfalls of just mindlessly hurting another person, being aggressive, being violent even? How do do we do that? Because the first way to do that would just be to aware of the fact that we have a choice. When we feel our blood start to boil or our temperature go up or we go from, you know, white to red in our brain, how do we try to gnaw at that and let it know, hey, I know you're there, but I am going to keep you in check? Well, the first thing is to be conscious of your feelings. Yes, I'm upset over here about this. This has nothing to do with it. So I'm not going to carry it over and ruin my relationships, my day, or possibly even the relationship of my life. We all know what it's like to find somebody we want to spend our lives with. But not all of us will know what it's like to have to lose them because of our behavior. Some of us make a conscious decision about how we feel and what we're willing to grow to because someone or something is important enough for us to fight for, fight ourselves for. Forget fighting them. Because anyone who fights them is fighting themselves first, right? So being conscious of our feelings Understanding that, hey, I can go from zero to 60. Do I want to do that for the rest of my life? Or am I okay? Am I okay with trying to heal myself? Saying that calmed my entire body down. Am I okay with trying to heal myself imagine us saying that to ourselves like hey I I, I have your back I have my back I have a soul God didn't you know not give me a soul that's one thing we all came down with or came out with is a soul How we respond to our soul, to that inner guide, is what makes our life what our life is. When we believe someone wrongly treated us and we possess anger and aggression over it and violence over it, we are just exasperating that feeling that we couldn't outlet at the time. So if we go back to that time and say, hey, five-year-old self, that really wasn't cool for that adult to do. And whatever anger they had, 
whatever violence they had in them that they took out on me, they left that inside of me and then they left the scene, went on with their life, probably forgot they ever did it. And I'm carrying their aggression and their violence because before that I didn't even really have experience with those things. And now I'm 25 years old, 35, 45, 55. And I I believe I've been carrying their aggression and their violence all this time. I need to be conscious of the fact that that's not mine. It got put in me through their behavior. But that was one incident in my life that now has spilled over on every incident in my life. So how do I deal with that? Well, first we have to be conscious of it, right? And then we have to create a space between them and us as a child. Did I deserve that? Why were they so mad? Could I have really done anything to set someone off to that level? They definitely weren't gentle. They definitely weren't kind. They definitely weren't caring. But I actually am. I definitely didn't like what they did. I will never accept that. But if accepting it also means that I act like that, then I have accepted it in some ways. And I let it attack my self-worth, which made decisions for me in terms of what jobs I accepted and people I accepted and situations I accepted into my life. So how can I be gentle to me with that history? Well, you can be gentle with yourself. The first relationship that you have by just being conscious of the fact that that's why you are who you are. There isn't this big scary secret or someone who can tell you the one thing that will change your life. There are many one things. We just have to do one of the one things that will actually bring about transformation and change in our lives. When I don't like something, when I don't like the way I feel about something, when something hurts my feelings, when sometimes I just want to react and go splat, I catch myself. Till this day, we're human. But I step back and I say, well, why did that sting me? Oh, because I always had an issue people dumping their anger on me or at me or towards me. But for whatever reason they did what they did, I own me, not them. So maybe I don't like what they did, but how does the best of me respond to that? So I allow myself to care and take a a deeper focus. And I know people say, well, when I'm mad, I'm mad, and then I think. Well, you're mad when you're mad, 
but thinking about it later, you've already lost your audience, your partner, your kids, your coworkers. So I have two issues to repair. You have to go say sorry to everybody. And if you're doing that all the time, they don't believe you're sorry anymore. That's why it keeps going back to you. The relationship you have with your partner is the result of how conscious you are of your own feelings, how much space you give yourself between what happens and you responding, and allowing ourselves to care, to care about the situation and not say, well, it doesn't matter anyway. It does matter. Someone said that to me, I'd be like, well, if that doesn't matter, what am I doing here? If I don't matter, what am I doing here? My greatest asset in my life is my time. And I'm giving you my time. There was a person who, in the beginning of my doing my work and being online before we really kind of had an eye for weird or not weird or off and not off. I was just, you know, writing anybody who wrote me. And I, I, at the time, social media was just brand new and we were discovering it and people would write me with their problems and I would answer and go back and forth and do this whole thing. And then what happened was, at the end of it, she said to me, well, you mustn't really be that good at what you do since you had time to talk to me. And I never spoke to her again. I never answered another question for her again. Because there were two things very wrong with what happened. One was everything I said to her didn't even begin to be heard. There was no way she was ever going to hear me. That's why I knew there's no point in writing. The the level of self-worth that I was talking to, I did not realize, was discounting me for interacting with them, with her. I didn't even know what to do with that. It was like a diss, and at the same time, it was a self-diss to herself that she wasn't even worth somebody giving her time and she was so invested in not being worth anything that she wanted to take away my worth and I knew there was nothing she heard that I said because had she heard that she would not have responded to me in that way and it like haunted me for for days trying to Figure out how could someone say that to someone who just gave them time. They don't even feel that they are worth time. Being gentle and it coming back with discounting you tells you everything. There are many I'm fighting the worlders out there. Our big bad world. I've been wronged. Everyone's going to pay. Mine's out there. Well, who do you think you are? All not gentle or kind at all. 
It's aggressive. It can sometimes become violent. Understanding gentleness, having a thought process that says, would this be how I would be able to be gotten to? Is this how somebody can reach me? I can't decide that for other people, but I can make the choice of being that person. When we are gentle, we can see what's coming at us way more clearly. That's the power of these things. Because if, let's say, I have a violent personality or very aggressive and someone comes at me with aggression, well, we can fight all day. We both are looking for it. But if I'm conscious of how I feel about things, and I can put space between myself and what someone's throwing at me, if not in the moment, I can eventually come back in a gentle and loving way. Deciding what I'm going to do instead of just letting life drop stuff at my door and then complaining about life. Those are things that we see all the time. And there's a difference between being quiet and being gentle because being gentle, it's an action. It's how we proceed. Quiet is like little or no sound. You know, you could be as quiet as a mouse in the house. Nobody knows you're there. But being gentle... It's, it's freedom from that disturbing noise in our heads that is not kind to us. We can be quiet and, and be listening to that noise. But when we're gentle, we look at that noise and we say, well, why, why are you visiting me today? What is it in me that needs you? I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to hate my partner. I don't want to trip them up and tell them how wrong they are. I love them. Challenge the voice. Because ego just comes in and it pokes at us. It tries to see where we're strong and where we're not strong. And where we are most vulnerable, we will listen. Yeah, my partner is an idiot. Look what they did again. I can't believe how many times I told them not to do that as though I own them. Do I? I don't. And if I act like I do, I'm going to create a wedge between us. And one of us isn't going to talk and we're going to be quiet. But in our head, it's not without sound. It's just on the outside, it's without sound. And then we'll take it until we can't take it anymore. Being gentle is the biggest sign of humility we have. It is one of those things that if we never talked about it, you would never think about it. 
But learning to reserve our judgment and keep an open mind and give up what we thought we know so well and let someone else tell us what they know. Giving people a chance to talk. Being honest, being selfless. Turning the attention away from ourselves. You did this. And and really highlight the things you like about another person to them. Like, hey, you know what? You're really good at solving things. I really appreciate that about you. There's something I need to solve here. And it has to do with something we do every day, but it's not working well for me. It kind of keeps throwing me off track. Is better than every time you do this, you mess up my day. We're bigger than that, guys. We are so much bigger than that. Are happy inside, even if it's injured. And we can make a difference. So you guys, pay attention to that today. I won't be able to sign off on the... um, I won't be able to sign off. I got 10 seconds because we're not in blog talk. I love you, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.